are in the shell, boo. Blow the shell, come on. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Keiko Eva Junior, and uh, boy, bro, you know this is totally something, something different, bro. Podcasting, bro. We podcasting. Okay, so I, I used to do radio, right? And you know, uh, bro, a lot of people they go, bro, we used to listen to you on the radio, bro. You used to make us laugh every day. Okay, so here's the thing, right? And then, then after that, right? That lasted 18 years, right? And then. There was this other guy. We're not gonna mention his name, but yeah, I kind of feel sorry for this guy. He was he was a busser. He had to leave Hawaii because he couldn't afford to live here. I, no, I really feel sorry for. Him. I'm not making fun of him. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, he he had on hard road, bro, and and it was his choices that really messed him up, you know. But but anyway, so he started doing me. He started doing an impression of me. The guy is talented. He's very talented. So he started doing an impression of me on the radio, and he started saying the name Junior. Right? So somebody wrote on my Facebook one day to go, bro, you know what? Uh, there's there's too many Junior Kick whoever Juniors, and and I was, bro, I was cracking up. But at the time that he did that, it was just at the time that I left this other radio show, the the one that made me popular, and so it was kind of cool to you know to hear him do that. The first couple of times I heard him, I'm like, dude, can't you think up something original? You know, that's that's the thing with a lot of these guys, right? They lack creativity. They think they're creative, right? But then they got to repeat the same old stuff, right? And that's not just him. I'm not just talking about him. He was doing Junior because Junior works, right? And he was doing his show. He knew I was off the radio. So he, he knew that, that, you know, my stuff worked, right? And he was just doing my my thing, right? And and that was okay. But look at Hollywood. They're remaking all the old movies, right? Why don't they make some new landmark movies? Stop redoing the, the previous successes. Make your own. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying about creativity. Well, not necessarily about this guy. But anyway, but this guy, so he started doing So everybody was like, oh, bro, we heard you on the radio this morning. And so... The first couple of times I was like, oh no, that's the kind, that's so and so, right? We don't like mention his name, we don't like making famous. He's already famous. <laughs> so so then so then you know I was I, I was like, no, that's so and so. And the second time somebody told me that, oh no, 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 that's so and so. Oh really? I go, yeah, yeah, he just doing an impression of me. That's not really me. And so they go, Oh, okay. By by the third, I think third or fourth time that somebody said that, right? I caught on already. I'm like, hey. Why are you fighting this, right? Go with it. So people used to tell me, bro, we heard you on the radio this morning. I was like, yeah, Marlo, Marlo, right? I was like, yeah, Marlo, thank you, thank you. And, and you know, so, and that was the funny part. That was the funny part. The funny part was that, you know, I, so, so yeah, I took credit for, for his work 
and uh, he was trying to take credit for my work and I, I don't know there was some kind of there was some kind of weird partnership over there going on but in radio in radio as a whole but they limited me like to the max I mean I mean you know the popularity was so great you think they would go and get behind me right because we saw that happen to somebody else I don't like mention his name but I worked with him too and I saw these guys get behind this guy okay so there's this guy I'm not gonna mention names okay there's this guy and this is inside stories that nobody knows about local radio okay so there's this guy and he was a real talented guy right very talented guy and that's how I knew him I knew him as very talented because I was one of his first supporters I used to take a group of chicks and we well I you know I was going with one of the chicks so it's not like it's not like you know it's not like you think uh, I didn't do that till later on in life but but anyway so I was engaged to this girl my fiance and then her girlfriends from the bank and we used to go sit down and watch this guy okay and at this club and he had maybe 20 guys in his audience 20 people in his audience the last time I saw his show he had about 2500 people in his audience and that was his last show okay but but going back now going back to the beginning right he used to come to the radio station I was working at. See, I had been in radio a long time already. I was in radio when this guy was in elementary school, right? And I was I was 17 when I started. So this guy must have been, I don't know, third grade, second grade, <laughs> something like that. And then so, um, but you know, I was radio for 40 years. I was in radio, right? I was in radio. There's only two people right now working that have been in radio longer than me in Hawaii. Only two of them. And, and one of them uh, doesn't look so promising. One of them might, might leave any time. Uh, he's, already, he's already been fired several times. Poor guy. Poor guy. Because he's, he's really good at what he does. He's, he's a good, and he's a good guy. You know what I mean? But anyway, so this guy I'm talking about that we used to go watch at the club, right? He used to do stand-up comedy. So he used to come around to the radio station, try to get in, try to get in, right? And that's what you do. In in the radio in the radio world, you know, entertainment world, you you hang out, you hang out, you hang out, and pretty soon somebody goes, "Hey, you know what? We can use that guy." Okay, no, when they say use, okay, <laughs> when they say use Hawaiian, they mean use, okay, and and really, that's your initiation in, right? And then what you do is you learn, right? You learn. And then, I mean, the same thing happened to me, but but was different. You know, yeah, people used me. Yeah, you know, I was used by all kinds of people, but I only allowed so much. You see what I'm saying? And then, and then when I shut the door, right, people was like, hey, what's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? You know, so <laughs> you get PTSD or what? And I'm like, no, I'm just not going to put up with your crap. You, you know what I mean? So... But but because I didn't need them, see what I had my own companies. You see, but this other guy we used to go watch him. Then we saw him come around, come around, come around, and we saw this radio station make him any kind, right? So oh yeah yeah, no worry, we're gonna hire you. No, worry, yeah, we we got a position coming up, and they made him do all kind of stuff, right? So he was doing all kind of complimentary kind of stuff, you know. So so he was doing all these little things and whatever. Pretty soon. It didn't pan out, okay? He was there a little while. It didn't pan out. Now, you got to understand, in radio, 
que uh, radio is kind of I don't know it, it's a it's a dog eat dog industry okay? so there's a lot of dogs you gotta watch out because they will take you down by these guys so so they they try to they try to only let him do as much as right as they wanted and without hiring him and then they would keep him on the outskirts then they would let him in then he would be on the outskirts but every time they let him in he made some gains right he got some attention okay so people started you know looking at him right people started noticing him and that's the way you do it it's called paying your dues right and that's the dues you gotta pay that's the way you come in and sometimes that's the way you go out <laughs> but but so so the same thing happened to me right but but before that happened to me i saw this guy so so you know there was this new radio station right that that would pop up and somebody told me hey so and so like talk to you he let you know but but here's the thing see you know in the favor world okay like doing favors you know doing favors right so you do favors for somebody right pretty soon they need on favor they you know in the favor it's called the favor game right it's kind of like organized crime almost but but and sometimes it does involve organized crime but but it's a favor game. It starts off at a favor, you know, favor. So nobody wants to come out and ask you themselves. They will send a runner, right? <laughs> or an errand boy, if you want to call it like that, right? And they will have, hey, tell so-and-so, give me a call. Yeah, tell so-and-so, give me a call. They always, they always do that, right? They don't make the call. Why? Because if they make the call, it's like you doing them the favor, right? If you go to see them... Right? It's like them doing you the favor. Okay, so so I took the bait because I just couldn't stand working at the radio station I was working at. These guys, these guys would, and you know, you, you got to expect this. In the entertainment world and the radio world, you will get the, the most two-faced people you ever see. Right? And then, and I have been accused of that. I've been accused of being two-faced. I'm like, you know what? If I got to tell the real story... <laughs> I'm not being two-faced. I'm being honest. You see, if you guys make me any kind, and then I turn around and later on I'm I'm telling the real story on the podcast, don't get mad at me. I mean, you know, you shouldn't have done what you did. You, you see what I'm saying? And that's not two-faced. Two-faced is when you tell somebody you could do something, right? And you know do them, and you leave them out in the cold, and you you know you just you just saying it. To make the person feel good or to appease the person, right? That kind of thing, right? And we saw this happen to this guy. So pretty soon there was this new radio station that was in the makes, right? They were creating this. And the reason they were creating this radio station was to save their top radio show. And nobody knew that. They thought that this radio station was built to compete with this other radio station. And they didn't get it because it was a business thing, right? So they didn't understand and, and so this guy that they hired to create this station, right? He, he, somebody, you know, he, he told somebody, hey, go, go tell, okay, tell Junior, call me. So somebody came up to, you know, somebody, hey, you know what? Um, so-and-so, like, talk to you. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, boy, here we go, right? Because, I, you know, I didn't know what to expect, right? And I never really dealt with this guy. I worked with him once. I worked at the same station that that, that guy was at, right? But I didn't really deal with him directly for anything, right? So I didn't know how he was or what kind of business he did. And at that point, I had I had my company. I had I had two companies at that point that were running really really well, 
And I, I really didn't need, quote, need, end quote, anything, right? And so, so I went, you know, I went and, I, and I'm like, yeah, you know, so what, you know. And I already had, I already had my, uh, one of my companies at its physical commercial location already, right? So I spent most of my time over there. And, and so I said, you know, oh, what, what do you need? So I, you know, I, I called. So he sat me down. He said, well, we want you to be the voice of the radio station and we want you to do weekends and you can do anything you want on the weekend. So that was my, you know, that was the bone that they were throwing me, right? Oh, you could do anything you want on the weekends. So, okay, what show I get on the weekends? Well, we're going to give you mornings, okay? Well, here's what people, most people don't know about the weekend morning shows, okay? Everybody's sleeping, okay? But but that worked for and against me, okay? It worked for me because, bro, sometimes I did two and a half minute commercials, which would actually have cost thousands of dollars, right? Like, they... We we must have ran we must have ran over a hundred thousand dollars of commercials. Okay, they didn't they didn't sound like commercials, but what they did was they promoted our brand, right? And and uh, that's another podcast, but I will tell you how we did that in another podcast. And uh, so we so we did massive massive brand building on on the weekends. But on the weekends, they said, well, you can play whatever you like. So I, I started playing Hawaiian music, right? Local stuff, CNK, Kalapana, all that stuff. And we was playing them on the weekend. So from 6 to 10 in the morning, it was just whatever I wanted, right? And I started bringing artists on the show. And I started interviewing artists on the show. And I started, you know, bringing in people that didn't have the, the access, the, the big guys, right? So we were doing that. And, and that was working out good. Meanwhile, this guy that we used to go to the club to watch, right? They put him on the morning show, okay? Because they see the value. They see the value in this guy, okay? Now, now here's the thing you need to know about when people see the value in you, okay? And Don Ho told me this, okay? And, and Uncle Don, so for you people outside of Hawaii, Google Don Ho. He, he was the biggest thing in Hawaii until Israel Kamaka Viva Ole came along and, and Bruno Mars came along. He was the, he was the first guy. Well, he was the second guy. Duke Kahanamoku was the first guy. Don Ho was the second guy. Okay. Um, and I used to hang out with him when, when I was a kid from 17 to 21. I hung out with him. Anyway, so, and he told me this. He said, when, when people find out how they can use you, you need to figure out how you going to make money off of them. So when they figure out how they're going to make money off of you, your job is to figure out how you, how you going to make money, how you going to capitalize on this situation, right? And that's exactly what you need to do in radio because radio doesn't pay you $100,000 a year. It doesn't pay you $150,000 a year. The guys that are on the radio that you think are making $100,000 a year are probably making sixty to sixty-five. Okay, but here's your big fat but. But it's the outside engagements that the popularity brings where you make money. So that's the whole radio thing, right? So a lot of people, they go, oh, wow, so-and-so is famous. Nah, famous is relative. There was a time when, you know, people thought I was famous or, you know, whatever. It's just, well, I was on the radio a lot. And, yeah, I was all over the place because that's the jobs that the radio brought. See, so when I was on the radio in the morning, right, for like one week after that, contracts would come. Boom, 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 boom. And those contracts, you know, started at 1995. You know, so so that that, that was the money part of everything, right? 
Now, with this other guy, he was on the morning show every day. And he was a partner on this morning show. And and we saw people looking at him. Okay, and these guys is these guys is like looking at him like, you know the way a wolf look. I don't know if you ever seen one wolf stalk one sheep, right? Or one wolf stalk some kind of livestock. You know, and they yeah we and we saw this in these guys. I saw this in these guys, right? And it's only because I hung out with the old timers that I that I saw this thing coming, right? But you know when you when when people are telling you how good you are. When you come from, you know, a neighborhood that, that you know, you, the rags to riches kind of syndrome, right? Rags to riches kind of story. So you come, you know, you come from this this neighborhood and all of a sudden, boom, you're on the radio today. You know, that kind of thing. So, so that kind of clouds your thinking, right? And you kind of go along with this stuff. And pretty soon, you don't really see this until you're in the middle of it. Until it gets real, like, until until things become really thick is what I'm saying, right? So until things get real heavy, you don't really see it, right? When things get real heavy, you, you wake up one morning and you go, Holy crap, I'm in the middle of this. Let's start to figure this thing out. Okay, and then you, yeah, then you figure them out and then you start working things more to your advantage. Then you start saying no. Then you start, you know, you start pushing back a little bit right at that point those people start getting nervous so what they do they apply more pressure they stack the deck more right <clears throat> and that that it, right, it works the same in business negotiations works the same with everything but we saw this guy get taken to the cleaners bro okay and i mean all this and, and these guys was making so much money off this guy right one of the guys bought one house with cash just from the shows that people were coming to see this guy perform right they wasn't coming to see his partner but nobody cared about his partner nobody cared about i mean there was a few people that liked him don't get me wrong i'm not saying that his partner wasn't worth anything or anything like that i'm saying this guy was the star bro this guy was the man everybody was coming to see him if he wasn't a part of this thing, there's no way these people, were, bro, these guys was lined up. They was turning away at least 200 people a night, every weekend, at least 200 people. Cause, cause I was hired to open. I was the opener, right? So, so me and brother Wayne would sit down and, and I got to sing my songs and, and they paid me. I don't know whatever they paid me, but I remember it was fair. It was, it was good. You know, because I just wanted to be involved, right? Because I wanted to have fun. Okay, now, yeah, I, of course, I had I had my own agenda. My agenda was to to get up there and do recordings and, and you know, do all the stuff that I saw the, the old timers do, right? Frank Sinatra, Don Ho, Dean Martin, all them guys. Yeah, I wanted to be the guy in the suit and all that. It did not start like that. I was the guy in the jams and uh, the Aloha shirt. And, you know, so everything has its beginnings. You know what I'm saying? Alliance. So, so, so that happened, right? And we saw this guy. We saw the cash. Bro, the cash came inside. Did, did that cash get reported? Well, <laughs> we, we only hope some of it did for that. But, bro, I'm telling you, cash, bro. This guy bought one house for cash. You know how much cash that is? Okay, then they started doing neighbor islands. Then they started doing that. And this wasn't the syndicate. This wasn't the local syndicate. 
this was the local radio station, bro. This was a guy that worked at the radio station. And then, you know, in the end, like 18 years down the road, when it came time for my exit, brother yanked me for 3500 You see what I mean? And But but these guys, were, these guys are making so much money off this guy. All right, so this happens in the local music industry. Now, now the reason why, there's a couple reasons why it didn't happen to me like that. Okay, so the guys that, the guys that put me on the radio, okay, or should I say the guy that put me on the radio, right? He wasn't involved with this exterior stuff. He came to work, he did his work, he left. You know, he and he has a good life, right? Because he comes, he works four hours, right? He's the second most popular guy in the state of Hawaii, right? Right now, I think, I think, yeah, he still, he still is. And he, he's the second most popular guy in Hawaii. And then he goes and, you know, he watches movies. He got, bro, he goes, he relaxes. He does, you know, he studies, he reads, he does all this stuff. He, he's, he doesn't, he doesn't, he never got involved in monkey business. You know what I mean? Monkey business. Yeah, he never got involved with that stuff. So I would go, right? I would go do my thing. And, and my thing was like, go do your work, get out and go you know, go back to work, right? So I would do my, my morning stuff and then I would go home and I would take like an hour and a half nap, two hours, right? And then I would go back to work and I work in my office until like eight o'clock at night. And then, you know, lather, rinse, repeat right, over and over, right? And then when, you know, when these things, uh, you know, one of these one of these podcasts, we're going to tell you how this thing happened, Right, we're gonna tell you. We're gonna tell you what happened along the way. But I will tell you that something dirty started happening in the beginning. But these guys couldn't pull it off because of something that we did, right? But there was a reason why. You know, a lot of these people, when I was doing this stuff, right? When I was, you know, quote popular end quote, um, during those days, they couldn't do anything to me. Number one is because we had the Ohana behind behind us right so if i ever had any problems it would be that one phone call like hey uncle you know you know that, you know these guys you know these clowns doing right and then boom it would be settled okay because all it would take would be one phone call from their annual hey what the hell are you guys doing and and that's all it would take no violence no nothing no nothing just a phone call okay and that's what we call you know the warning Get a shot over the bow, and that's all you need. Because sometimes, all you gotta do is have somebody call and go, "Hey, hey, 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 what do you guys think you're doing?" And then it's done. You know, it's done already, right? And so, so, so anyway, but but that's one reason. And the other reason is is because you know they couldn't do it because I had my own stuff. They couldn't do it because I had my own companies running. They couldn't do it because we had our own thing going. Right, and that's our territory. So here's how it works in territories. Okay, if you have your own territory, now I don't care if you if you run in a nail salon out of your house in your hood. Okay, whatever hood that is that you live in. Okay, if you live in Kalihi, if you live in Wainai, if you live in Kaneohe, okay, that's your hood. That's your territory. Now, when you go outside of that, okay. Territory laws. This is the unwritten laws of territory. When you go outside and you go monkey around, you from Kaneohe, you go monkey around in Wainai, they will deal with you. Okay? And in that, it, no matter what happens, in that scenario, you're wrong already. And you're wrong already because you're in somebody else's territory and, you, and you're making any kind. You can make any kind in your territory, right? 
Okay, so we had our territory. Our territory was Kali and, and we was good and the Valley Boys, bro, they, they all tight with us and we was tight with them and, you know, and until and today, bro, till today. Till, so, so you know, we was good, right? And, and we we had no reason to go monkey around with anybody. That wasn't our thing. Our thing was producing music. Our thing was producing kids. Our thing was teaching. Our thing was, you know, entertaining and, and doing that kind of stuff, right? And and then eventually consulting. So, so we did all that stuff. And that's another reason why they couldn't monkey with us. But this other guy, man, we saw him go through the ringer. We saw him go through, you know. But the thing about this guy is that he was mentally tough. Okay, now, if you're not mentally tough and you're in that kind of situation, you can really get jammed up in the head. You can really get messed up in the head. You can turn to drugs. You can turn to any kind, right? And if you're really disciplined and you have that control in your head, okay, whether whether you learn it from the military or sports, this guy learned them from sports. But wh wherever you learn it from, and sometimes it's self-taught, but wherever you learn this stuff from, Okay, you can you can go through this thing, right? You can you can be tested by fire and come out the winner. And this guy came out the winner. He did come out the winner. But you see these other guys that and you know, and the thing about the people that use you in the beginning when you're going in, okay, so all you brothers, you you guys, and this happens in every industry. It's not just in radio, it's not just in entertainment, it's in every industry. You gotta pay your dues. Right? So you're the apprentice first, right? Then you're the journeyman, right? So you always got to go in. But if you're not mentally, you know, I want to say mentally strong, okay? Then, then yeah, you can fold. Yeah, they can get rid of you. You know, I mean, look at what's happening with the politics today, right? As long as you're not scared, okay, then you have nothing to worry about. If you're living in fear, guess what? I mean, they can drive you in fear. So that's what they do with cattle, right? They make the cattle scared, right? The cattle could turn on the horse and totally demolish, like, kill the horse, okay? But but the cowboy on the horse, right, herds the cattle, makes the, puts fear into the cattle, and the cattle start moving. They start going, and they can direct that cattle. I used to chase cattle. That was one of my favorite things, to herd cattle. You know, up on the North Shore, herding cattle. Oh, bro, that was my favorite. Running in the bushes, grabbing cattle, pushing them out. Bro, that, that was my favorite thing. You know, but but I would tell you that fear drives all this stuff. So as long as you're not scared, you can survive all of that. So that's what we saw in the radio business. And eventually, you know, you know, eventually one by one, you know, we started going over to this new station and, you know, and then we saw what happened and then, and then it was my turn, right? And everybody gets their turn if you stay on the path. And, and when I had my turn, you know, it, it wasn't as, as big because nobody could get behind me because I didn't need anybody. You see what I'm saying? So if you got your own thing going on, so here's my suggestion, right? Because right now people, people are losing their jobs. You know, they're looking for stuff. They go, wow, well, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. All right. If you have a phone and you're listening to me on your iPhone, you can make money off of your iPhone. Right. You just have to go down the path. That's all. You have to wrap your mind around. OK, I go live my my dreams or my passion or my enjoyment, whatever you want to call it. And I go make money off of it. Right. You don't quit your job. Now, if you lost your job, your cell phone can save you.
Okay, if you have any questions, just write to me. Here for you, USA at gmail.com. And I will give you a list of ideas. I'm not even going to charge you. I will just answer your email. Okay. But but I will tell you that that so many high school age people are making big money using their laptop, a cell phone, and an iPad. That's it. That's it. Okay, but the skills they don't have. A lot of the skills that they don't have. Is they have they have, okay? So these guys get a lot of customers, right? And then they let them hang, right? So they don't answer emails right away. They don't answer texts right away. They don't answer phone calls right away, and they they lose clients. But the volume of people that they have now, you're talking you're talking a world market. You're talking you're talking a huge world market. Okay, there's something out there for everybody. There's money out there for everybody. Okay. Now, if you're gonna if you're gonna belong to the mindset that there's not enough and you're operating in scarcity, okay. So now you're operating in competition instead of creative mindset, right? Now, now, yeah, you're gonna have some problems because you're not gonna be able to see how you can make money, right? And you gotta remember the how is God's job, okay. But if you spend too much time thinking, okay, how am I gonna? This is the law of attraction part of the show, folks. Okay? If you're spending so much time thinking on how this is going to happen, how am I going to make money on my cell phone? How, you know, how am I going to build a social following? How am I going to, you know, and you're thinking about the how. Okay, now if you're thinking about the how, you, you eventually you're going to sink into negativity because then your left brain, your reptilian brain is going to start to rationalize. And when your brain starts to rationalize, Eight times out of ten, it will rationalize to the negative rather than the positive, right? Because then you're going to start going against yourself, okay? Because on one hand, you want to live your dreams. Then the other side, you know, it's the angel and devil on the shoulder, right? You get the angel on one side going, oh, you can make money on the web. And then the devil on the other side, oh, bro, you got to be kidding. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? You know, you know, you know you're not going to make enough to pay the rent, okay? But if, if you haven't lost your job, and you're thinking about doing things you love, right? And you want to do the electronic way. All you got to do is have a side hustle. <clears throat> now, they call it side hustle for a reason. You do it on the side, Hawaiians. You do it on the side, okay? You, you don't quit your job. <laughs> so many guys, they, this is so stupid. They quit their job. And then they they jump over. And then, then they're all in. They're 100% and sometimes they fall on their butt, okay? And, and, and then they end up with nothing. Why? Because they had a job, right? You know that expression, you had one job, right? Okay, you, you had one job, you let that go because you wanted, you wanted this. You wanted the digital side, right? And then you, so you're all in, right? No, you, that's not how it's done. When I started, when I started Voice Master Singing School, we, we started it as Voice Master uh, Singing School. Now it's Voice Master Vocal Development. But when we started as a singing school, right, we, we did them on the side. It was a side hustle. We did it on the, I taught on the weekends. I taught on Saturdays and Sundays, right? We put an ad in the phone book. We filled up Saturdays and Sundays. And pretty soon, right, you know, this is not a podcast, but I was working at this one radio station and the boss started screwing with me, right? And and I was stupid enough to screw back, right? So, 
So me and the, me and the boss had this thing back and forth, back and forth. The best lesson I ever learned, right? And and it was the lesson wasn't necessarily don't screw with the boss, right? But the best lesson I ever learned in humility, because because I found myself standing in the unemployment line because they gave me partial unemployment, and I was standing in the line going. Thank God this is radio and nobody knows what I look like. You know? Because cause, people knew my name already, right? <laughs> and I'm like, wow, thank God, you know? And, and, and so I was standing in the unemployment line. And it was a lesson in humility, right? And there was a bunch of lessons. But that's not a podcast. But what I'm telling you guys, okay, I've had a lot of experience with a lot of things. But when we started the singing school, right? We started with a yellow page ad. I can tell you the first year... We was the only one. For one year, we enjoyed being the only ones in the phone book. Okay, because there was only two voice teachers in Hawaii when I went to go get my training. And the only, the only way you found out about those two ladies is if you knew somebody in the entertainment business. And, and you would say, oh, do you know where I can find a voice teacher? And they would say, oh, call so-and-so. And they would give you the number. It was like a referral thing, right? And that's the only way. They didn't advertise because they didn't have to. They were booked all day long. And they got all the celebrities. They get all, I mean, they had all the celebrities, right? These two ladies. And one of them got real famous. And, and she actually got more famous than, the, I mean, you know, the, the, the notoriety outweighed her, her caliber of, of teaching, because, you know, and I, I was a little biased because I went to this other lady, right? She was my trainer. And, and I had private lessons. So my mom, you know, sent me to, to this lady. And, um, but, but to me, you know, the, the reason why this other lady became famous is because one of her students, right, became way famous. This guy blew up, okay? And so this lady became more popular than she was actually worth. Right, because my teacher, to me, my teacher was a better teacher, and she and she took people to like new levels. This other lady started making everybody sound like this famous guy because they would go to her and go, "Oh, we like we like sound like him," and she would she would do it. You know, now I know how it's done. I've been teaching for thirty one years. I know how it's done. You can clone somebody's, you know, to make them sound almost exactly like the other guy, almost. The only difference is their tone of voice, right? But anyway, so that, I mean, that's the only, that's the only uh, way you could go to a voice teacher. If you knew a professional and you asked them, then they refer you. <clears throat> so we, for one year, we were the only people in the phone book. So we are, we are the oldest singing school in Hawaii. And we started in 1989. So we, we were the, <clears throat> we were the first ones to be in a phone book or advertise or anything like that. So we did it. And then we started filling up. Then, you know, when, when I got cut down to like part-time at this radio station, right? I was sitting down at the table one day and I was thinking like, okay, what are I going to do, right? And I was actually entertaining the idea. Now, this is the law of attraction. I was entertaining the idea of, okay... What am I going to do to screw this dude up because he's messing with me, right? And then, right, I had that law of attraction moment. I didn't even know about the law of attraction at that moment. But looking back, I can tell you, I put my focus, I took my focus out of the negative mindset, 
out of that negativity, like, okay, what I gonna do to screw him up, right? <laughs> you know, because he was messing with me on a, on a huge level, and actually they were messing with all of their employees, uh, you know, doing mind trips to their employees, and and some, you know, it didn't bother them, and some of them like me, it just pissed me off, right? So I was like, yeah. And in the old days, I hung out with people that if you did that to them, you would end up in a ditch in Kunia. You, you know what I mean? So for for those of you out of Hawaii. Uh, it, it's a it's a cane field. It's an old cane field, you know. But but what I'm what I'm saying is is that yeah. So I was thinking right, and I had to take my mindset from the negative, and I had to go to the positive. And that positive was, dude, look, you they they paying they letting you collect half unemployment, and right now you have half the time, you know. So instead of going like eight hour days, I was going in four hours, three hours, right. And just doing the bulk of the work and then going home and collecting unemployment for the balance, right? So now I had more time, you know, I had four or five more hours. So I go, okay, let's expand the school. And I didn't, I didn't build the school for me. I built the school for my best friend who was blind, who needed something to do because he was sleeping all day. And I was like, wow, bro, if he, I mean, you know, he's going to waste his time. You see what I'm saying? So he could be he could be involved with people. He could he could have people coming to see him and sharing his expertise. I taught him how to teach voice. Everything you know came together like that. So 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 when I started thinking positive, right? When I started thinking like, okay, let's see let's see you know what, what's the good part? Oh, the good part is I could grow this business. So we started working on growing the business, and and you know the rest, as they say, is history. Okay, and and it's still it's still going on, right? Voice Master continues now. We're on the web, you know. So so COVID nineteen has been a blessing, but what I'm trying to tell you is when you shift your focus and you pull it out of that negativity and you go, okay, look, I'm gonna focus on the glass half full because we got a half full glass over here. It's not half empty, and you gotta stop looking at it that way. And when you change, right there, you go, and then and then what happened? Well. The, the rest is history, right? Then we got a commercial space. That was the next, that was the next level. You know, then, then now we're, we're at the next level. We're online. We're teaching online. I have, I have students from all over the United States. I have students from Hawaii. I have students from neighbor islands. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter where they are now, right? It just matters that they have good Wi-Fi. Okay. But the reason I'm telling you this story, Hawaiians, okay, is cause you gotta, you, you know, when when people find out, you know how they, you know how they're gonna use you, right? You gotta and and how they're gonna make money off of you. You gotta figure out how you gonna make money off of them, and that was just one way. That was just one thing we did, okay. But but that transition, right? And that you know uh, from teaching on the weekends. Okay, now we're gonna teach during the weekdays a little bit in the afternoons, you know. And then now we're gonna, you know, and pretty soon, I I put in my resignation. Because the amount of money I was making at home was crazy. No no commercial overhead. No nothing. Money was coming in like it was raining. I mean, it, it was just, you know, but that, like I said, that's another podcast. But money was, it was crazy. It was just crazy. And and so, I you know, I had, I had no choice but to resign. And as soon as I resigned, right, so that's when the other thing happened and I, and I jumped radio stations. But, you know, what I'm saying is the reason people never made us any kind, okay, or took advantage to 
to the point where, you know, we would be standing on the 38th floor of the Alamoana Hotel and, and put a pistol to our head and pull the trigger, <laughs> you know, or, or end up in rehab or, you know, anything stupid like that was because we had something going. And that something only happened because of the mindset change, because we pulled it out of the negative and we focused on what we had. And we were grateful for that, you know, all the students I had on the weekend, I was grateful for them. So what happened? Well, it expanded to the weekdays. And we were the only, you know, singing school with the ad for one year. The following year, there was like nine voice teachers in the in the phone book. Okay, and you know how that happens? That happens because the phone book people go, oh, you know, uh, voice master is in the phone book. You guys should teach voice. And then they get the idea, oh, yeah, we should. So, so there was a lot of bogus guys that had no training in voice whatsoever. These guys is piano teachers, guitar teachers, right? We got this school right now. This guy has like four locations. We get people coming to us from him all the time. We go, oh, we had no improvement with this guy. Well, you know, and, and because they're musicians or they're entertainers, they're not voice teachers, right? So that worked in our favor. So we had, you know, but we had competition the second year. And for one year, I cannot even tell you. I can't, Hawaiians, I cannot even tell you the kind of money that came through the door. It was crazy. Now, when we went to the commercial location, yeah, things got different. Things, things, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, you know, uh, we had to pay rent. We had to pay commercial rent. Okay, but the, the good side of that coin was we worked seven days a week for three years. And we've been there for, in the building for uh, 21 years. 21 years this year and still going right and now COVID-19 the office is empty we're paying rent for nothing <laughs> I've been paying for an empty office for for quite a few months now right but it's all good because everything is online right and when you focus on what you have Hawaiians I don't care what you have you could have a tin can if you focus on that tin can and you're grateful to God for that tin can God will bring you more tin cans. Okay. Well, maybe tin, tin cans is not... Oh, I got to go, Owens. Maybe tin cans is not what you like, but, you know. Yeah. Be grateful for what you have, Owens. All right. And, and, and if you guys get the chance, make money online. Use your cell phone to bring in money and pay for the bill. Yeah. There you go. Can. No worries. Email me at hereforyouusa at gmail.com. And I will explain the whole process to you and give you some killer ideas. All right. Hey, we want to thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa Better Randy, Sister Jerry. And we also want to say uh, mahalo to Voice Master Enterprises, family of service companies, and AFM Hawaii Music featuring the music of Darren Chinan. And it's on iTunes, on Apple. Go check them out and download his CD. All right. Hey, till next time. I'm Junior Kekoeva Junior, along with the Wayne Bodhe Band. Say it, Mahalo and Aloha.